Roger, Roger. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Roger, Roger. As always, I'm Derek. This is Charles here, guys. Super excited to get into another very exciting episode of the Roger Roger podcast. We've got a uh, got a silly one in store for us today. <laughs> I think it's very serious. These are you important know, things. These are critical Star Wars moments. Right. I, I was thinking, Derek, you know, as the Olympics... Uh, start to wind down. You know, at the time of this recording, I believe the U.S. is already done uh, competing in the 2020 Tokyo Olympics, and we fantastic job, fantastic job, by the way, bringing home that gold for the nation, which is good. But it's it's like after all that spirit of competition, all that going for the gold that we were watching on the world stage. Well. I think it's time now that the world is looking for more to turn it to the galaxy stage. A I galaxy think that's true. Far, far away. I'm talking Star Wars competition. Wow. Mm-hmm. Man, I, I, I really think that's true. People want more competition. People love sportsmanship. Mm-hmm. And uh, what would be better than another who would win episode? That's right. For those of you that weren't here last time, we have a... A, what we call a Star Wars scenario generator. We have a list of many of Star Wars popular characters and maybe some not-so-popular characters in a long <laughs> list here, as well as a variety of different competitions. These competitions go from dueling to pod racing to the, to the hollow chess to all kinds of silly silly competitions and it took years to get this program yes, running guys this is an, and it's a learning algorithm that is constantly improving on itself so this is the most advanced it's ever been and it's only going to get more advanced which is very exciting and what we're going to do is we're going to randomly generate star wars characters and we're going to randomly generate a kind of contest and then it's up to us to speculate who would win this is an unusual uh recording setup for the roger roger pod today you know we were just in person along with our other uh dear friend that you may know over at uh, the friends talking fantasy podcast with dylan and so it was the three of us hanging out and then we were supposed to leave the other day i am now on to my next destination, but Dylan's flight was delayed for multiple days, so he is still with Derek right now, and he's he got... hasn't left, guys. He's he still hasn't... here. I mean, it's great. He's still here. Yeah, you're you're stuck with him for a while, and you know, I would just double check and confirm that 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 uh, flight ticket's real, Derek, and that he's not. I don't think it is. I think he's moving in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, oh, he's so somebody may have taken off their headphones. <laughs> Ah, and looking so, at me with suspicious eyes. Uh, Derek, it, he oh, doesn't wait. have headphones on, so... Oh, yeah, you're on. So, uh, Derek, just let just let him know to speak up and say hello to the... Dylan, uh, can you say hi to the folks? Roger, Roger fans. Hi, said hi, folks. Okay. D- can, can you say Roger, Roger? Wow. Oh, nice. That what a was sport. Good. Dylan's first collab on the, on the Roger Roger pod. We may bring him in for tiebreakers. He's he's going to do some reading. I think for Dylan's our... a solid tiebreaker. Yes. I, Dylan's busy. He's got his noise-canceling headphones on. He's doing some reading for a fantasy literature podcast called Friends Talking mm. Fantasy, and he's being a very good boy, so we're not going to disturb him. But Well, should, you know, we, should we find out what novel it is? 
No, no, no. No? Okay. This Ooh. is a Star Wars podcast. We don't right. know oh, about right, fantasy right. literature, but we will. What if it's sci-fi? I guess it's so, not. Yeah. <laughs> we may have to. <laughs> we may have to pull him in for uh, a tiebreaker. We may not, but just wanted him to say hello to the world. So, uh, Derek, you will be generating our contests today, and I will be generating our characters for today. So, why don't you start us off with our very first? Uh, generally contest for today's episode. <laughs> Let me get the algorithm running, Charles. Okay, get that. All right, here we go. Open. Yep, yep, yep. Ooh, we have a good first pick. Hot out of the gate, rap battle. Okay, so with a rap battle, we're gonna have two people. I picture them battling, uh, you know, kind of like eight mile style, and then like this underground rap mm-hmm. battle. Uh, on one side we have. The Phantom Menace himself is he technically the Phantom Menace? He's got red paint and depends horns. what you think. Yeah, I, we have Darth Maul. In the wow, mix. and silent him, but deadly. Silent but deadly. I don't know, if, <laughs> like if that will, uh, if that will fare well on a rap battle. But against him, we have wow, maybe the other Phantom Menace, uh, the Emperor himself. We have wow. Darth Sidious. All right, Maul this is a good Sidious. matchup. Is it though? I feel. Like, I think it is. I feel like Sidious is much more eloquent and can. I disagree. Can rap. Now, Maul, it, the one who's like, at last we'll reveal ourselves to the Jedi. Yes, like that's right. all he says. The whole Are we show. right? Okay, if we're going by movies alone, it is oh, clearly oh, Palps. Oh, Clone Wars and Solo, Darth Maul is some of the most eloquently spoken evil words in the entire star wars canon that's true like in clone wars he almost sounds like his voice actor gives this like very thespian approach yes to he has he a talks. specific cadence yeah he has darth i mean and then you just throw in a random like kenobi screech you're like that's your drop right there mm, i like that yeah and it's true because it's like mm, kenobi <laughs> <He's> like, it, <laughs> He once uh, defeated me, but time yeah. will come back. And so the him. Emperor has, you know, his Imperial like, Guards no, behind him. No, no, unlimited power. You know, oh my God, I feel bit. like I feel like I'm in the rap battle. I know, Charles that wasn't has a more sound, impressions That wasn't than, a soundbite, guys. That was real. Oh my God. <laughs> I got nothing on Charles's impressions. So if you're thinking Maul, I'm happy to give it to Maul. Right? To, like Clone Wars Maul, for sure. Yes, you just, have to give the which whole is canon. canon I mean, you yes, have to do canon. canon. We're not doing legend stuff, purely canon. But we have all of Clone Wars to pull from. Right. And yeah, he sounds like a Shakespearean actor mm-hmm. in, in, in those episodes. And now what I was saying before, like the Emperor has his Imperial Guards behind him in the red. It's a great look. But Maul has got Death Watch behind him. He's got Death Watch. They're, they're cooler. Yeah, he's got bionic legs. He's, he's yeah, I know, and you know, even throwing a little Bo-Katan before they split. I mean, she's throwing down some really good lines. Yes, yes. So I could see that completely, and I want to give it to to Darth Maul. He would lose in a lightsaber duel easily. He'd lose in <laughs> battles of wit easily, but in rap, I think he just he's it gets the short straw quite a bit. He gets that plot loss. But, yeah. you know, that's mm-hmm. the Fally of Maul. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. The tragedy of Darth Maul is plot. Mm, so well said. Maybe that's so. that's the album name, the tragedy of Darth Maul. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. not quite the tragedy of uh, Darth Plagueis the Wise, but oh um, no, 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 no! And that was that was some pretty like East Coast West Coast. That was some fire when when Sidious right. spat those verses of Darth Plagueis the Wise. See, no, right? I'm saying it's not going to be a blow away. Sidious mm. has moves. Mm-hmm. For he sure. does have moves. Yeah, it'll be a close one. It'll be exciting. Yeah, that that some consider to be unnatural. <laughs> unnatural, unnatural. You know? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. yeah, no, it would be good. I'm, okay. Uh, okay, so we'll give yeah. that one to Maul. That's fine. What's our next competition right. on the generator? You know, we got once we decide. Got to get it up and spinning again. On. It's I could easily, I could speculate all day long on a city is small rap battle, but mm-hmm. you know we need to move on to the next thing, which is what, sir? Ooh, it's a classic, mm-hmm. easy. It is a straight duel. Oh, a duel! That yeah. is fun, and we've got a really exciting matchup here. On one hand, we have the great Mace Windu. Sitting wow. on the Jedi Council, known for his prominence in dueling, who can both balance the light and the dark. Yeah, this is going to be a little hard. This is going to be hard, but I have a feeling that our second contestant is up for the task. This is Adult Anakin. Adult Ooh. Anakin, which I'm putting at like his prime episode three Wait, self. Did, did we have this duel last time? We had I know Mace it's Windu been duel somebody last oh, time. I, this it I may know have we had because like I know it's been like oh it's been weeks since many weeks since we've done this, but I know we had a Mace Windu Vader cook off which was fantastic. We did, we did, and that was that was one of our best bouts. But mm. I feel like we had this one. You don't think? I feel like maybe we had a Mace Windu duel in the mix, but I can't remember if it was Adult Anakin. Maybe or it not. was. I think they've gone up together, but maybe it was for something less serious. Well, let's and now we have a, now, a duel and to if the we death. Did yeah. duplicate. Let's see if we can get the same results because yeah. I don't remember doing that, and I'm not sure who I would pick for the win on this. Honestly, yeah, this is a tough one. I Mace Windu has a. Yeah, Ooh. I think I feel this battle would be in my head canon is very cool because they've always been at odds. Uh, you know, I feel like Anakin has always had to fight an uphill battle with working with Mace Windu and getting his approval and those two butt heads more than anyone else in the council. So you call I call them this... both butt heads. <laughs> no, they I think they butt Heads. <laughs> it's an expression. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But I, <laughs> no, I had but to they, point they it both out. are kind Those of those two buttheads. Yeah, they they are. Uh, you know, they are a bit. Oh, they, they are very uh, strong. Will more and attitude than a lot of the other Jedi yeah. in the council, which is why I think you know they have a lot of like. But I think that's what makes them kind of rival. Well, not rival. Now, but make right? Them not so. Would the rivalry really come into play here? Because at the time of the Obi-Wan-Anakin battle, Anakin was livid, full of hate, and he still couldn't beat Kenobi. Mm-hmm. Would uh, would the anger and passion through the dark side well, be enough to... I think to... he lost to Kenobi uh... because of his arrogance. 
You know, would he I, not be arrogant with Mace Windu, who he believes he's more powerful than, and he be- Well, maybe he doesn't believe he's he. I, I well, guarantee we, we don't know ooh, like yeah. where we sit with adult Anakin and in, in these moments, right? Is has he converted the dark side, or is this like a sparring match? Well, that's a yeah, that's a Vader Anakin question right there. Yeah, I think adult Anakin is pre Vader. Well, I think you got to go with whatever. Like the most support you can draw from canon to have a character win a competition is fair game. So, whenever he's at his strongest, whatever is going to make him win this match, I'd say All right. it's fair game. If he converts to the dark side and is still not like, you know, like for me, like Vader, Vader. Is, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, yes, he's technically Darth Vader already when he's um, going off to fight Obi Wan. But to me, he's not Vader until he's in the in the suit. Uh, that's und- I don't feel that specific way, but I understand that. Um, it's I mean, technically he was Vader, right? But when Vader yeah. gets when Darth Vader gets drawn on this thing, it's the guy in the with the cape and the breathing. Yes, the I suit. know, but he was <laughs> he was buttons. lost before the fight. Yes, yeah, he was oh, done. Yeah. So um, this is. But when thing. was he most powerful against Mace Windu specifically? I feel like he would have a better chance pre-Vader, in my opinion. Okay. I also feel like, in this case, Anakin's a lot more focused. I feel like he would have a less conflicting time fighting Mace Windu than he would Obi-Wan. And he might not feel pressured to make some of these arrogant choices and he may as not be arrogant. as variable yeah. like in a volatile in his decision making against me and Windu. rash and i think he would psychotic. feel very angry and i think he could channel that and i think in a similar way to... to the dooku fight i think yes. he would yes and dooku was technically a better duelist i think and um, dooku yeah had no problems with obi-wan which yeah. is also interesting. And there's some interesting theories as to why Obi-Wan just could not get his head around Dooku as yeah. <laughs> when it came to fighting Dooku. Well, it's but... a lot of lightsaber form, but also like mentality of the specific Jedi. Like as, as we've said before, we watched a very interesting video about like the three face, uh, faces of Anakin mm-hmm. and basically Represented through the other villains, villains in the prequels. In the prequels. Yeah. And, Obi-Wan was basically trained to fight Anakin in the long run. Mm. Right. So if Anakin was, I think Anakin is overpowered as we think he is. I think if he could defeat Dooku under slightly picking into the dark side when he was goaded into it and, and he so effortlessly uh, defeated Dooku too. Yeah. I, I think he could take down window. It would think, be a, a tough fight, um, but and, you know, and then you work in Dooku. Did he lose on purpose? If this was just, I mean, a, I don't think he was supposed to get his hands chopped no, off on purpose. At all. You know, no. I don't think he was really in control of that fight. No, uh, at a certain point, I think he was, but I think he let it get the better of him, and he was overwhelmed. And that's basically a very similar thing that happened to Darth Vader and Luke. Darth Vader at one point was toying with Luke until he got the upper hand. And that's a very 
Star Wars thing to happen. Like your mm-hmm. overconfidence lets you your arrogance. Right. It <laughs> puts you in a horrible spot and you end up losing the most important fight. Right. And I think if anyone on the council was going to beat adult Anakin, it would probably be like a Mace Windu or a Yoda. So I uh, I disagree. I, think I think... could go either way, but he's the chosen one, man. And yeah, that's what I'm saying. At his prime. So you're uh, going Windu. I'm going Anakin. Oh, oh, well, I'm going Anakin. Sure. He's the chosen no, if... one. At yeah. his prime. I feel like adult Anakin is probably even more powerful than Vader, I feel like. Sir- uh, no. See, I disagree. I think <laughs> I think adult Anakin is more powerful than pre-bionic Vader for probably five to ten years. Until Vader learns his new mm. um, force use, his new lightsaber use, his new discipline. Right, and then setbacks. But yes. Then, like, eventually, his- yeah. Eventually, late Empire Vader became way more powerful than Anakin um, at the end of uh, Revenge of the Sith. I mean, but, when he last met Obi-Wan, he was but a learner, and, and now he's the master. So, yeah. I mean, that alone is a progression of skill. So we give it to adult Anakin, but honestly, it could go it's either a good way. Fight. It's a good fight. I would love to watch that fight. Because be really the characters, good. they butt heads so much. That and they would get angry, too. They would really not want to. Neither not one would yeah. want to admit defeat. And they both tend to get angry. Exactly mm-hmm. right. So the fact that they both tend to get angry and neither one of them would ever want to admit defeat against the other one, that would make for a very spicy Yeah, battle. it would be good. So we should. We want to see that. Yeah, Yoda would come in and say, you know, enough this is, something like that, <laughs> you know. And then they would both, you know, pout off somewhere. Yeah, and Yoda would be, like, consoling Mace Windu, and Obi-Wan would be consoling Anakin. No, nobody would be consoling Anakin, and he would... <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Right. Yeah. <laughs> nobody would... And uh, <laughs> Obi-Wan would be, you know, with uh, Asajj somewhere. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Off fighting Grievous. Exactly. Okay, well, that took a while, but I think we got there. That's adult Anakin. Let's that was a good the one. Next contest. Oh, Here we go. Great. You ready? Next one. Yeah, let's see it. Ooh, something very uh, important in mm-hmm. Star Wars canon right now. Mm-hmm. We have Dejaric, which is hollow chess. Ooh. So most recently, we've seen this in the Bad Batch, where Omega trounces all of her enemies in a wild betting round of Dejaric. Mm-hmm. And she uh, actually got to pay off all the Bad Bats debts to Sid yep. through uh, placing bets on herself uh, playing Dejaric. So we first saw Dejaric in uh, A New Hope on the Millennium Falcon, and we continue to see it today. So That's something right. uh, that they never I lose. Mean, and you I could go to Galaxy's Edge and get a set yourself. I've seen yeah. it. And, I would uh, love yeah. a, a virtual reality version. That would be fun that to play. I would learn sick. the rules yeah. and it would be awesome. But yeah, I don't think they've cool. I don't think they've really translated screen Dejaric to board game Dejaric yet because there are a lot of buttons that are not used and yeah. one day they'll get there and it'll be a lot of fun. Oh, I'm sure we'll get it soon, you know. It's only a matter of time. But for now we need characters to compete in this game of strategy. And the first character is actually one that we know from the Bad Batch. It's not Omega. That would have been a tough one to beat. But this one is <laughs> a core member of the Bad Batch. 
He's also Gontroid. a clone that we yeah, oh, I wish. He's mind. also a clone that we know and love from the Clone Wars. I'm of course referring to Echo. Ooh. Echo in the hot seat against a character who's known for his cunning, his elegance, his suave nature. Dooku? Uh, yes, you got <laughs> it. Dooku. <laughs> you were just describing him too well. I know, I know. I was going to do more. I was going to mention, I was going to try and say how he like flips into battle or something. Uh-huh. From that cool flip he does in uh, episode three. I could just tell by how you were explaining. Oh, yeah. You, you could tell I was getting a little into it, getting a little excited. I know you're a big Dooku guy. I think he's a classy guy. You know? He is. I like he's Dooku. a gentleman. Yeah, I get very like Bond, James Bond vibes from him, which of James course he Bond was villain the man with yeah. the golden gun. Yeah, James uh, Bond villain actor. Um, oh, it also started with an S. This I'm not. I would spend five minutes thinking of this, so I'm not. <laughs> but I I know the name. It's like of who the guy who, the man yes, with the golden gun. Yes, it starts with an S. I know it. <laughs> I know it, and it's killing me that I can't say. Yeah, it yeah, we're both James a, Bond yeah. enthusiasts, but it's um. Francisco, and then an SC dot dot dot. So I have to open yeah. it now <laughs> to see what the <laughs> character is. Oh no, it just opens Christopher Lee's no, like life story good. when I click it. Yeah, that's no good. Maybe if I go to IMDb. But anyway, those are the two that are in the seats. So that is the question here. Who would win? Wow. I mean, the fans already know where I'm leaning. And that is with Dooku. I mean, the guy was a Sith Lord. So that got Scaramanga. Scaramanga. Scar- I knew. Yeah, I knew it was an S. I was going to say <laughs> Salamakia, and I'm like, that means you something. That might be a fish or something. <laughs> like that's Salamanga, Saramanga. Yeah, and yes, I remember Scaramanga. the. They had a very Japanese esque patio. Uh, that's a great Man with the Golden Gun. Is not one of the better movies, but it's very. It's fun. It's really fun. It's very James Bond. Because he like assembles the gun with like you know yeah. a cigarette it's, lighter, it, right? A pen. Yeah. It's and, silly. It's like it's when James Bond got really kitschy, and yeah. like that's fun too. Roger Moore too as a Bond, exactly. And, right. And then um, and that's like a you know nobody. The Golden Gun makes its way into this James Bond video game. Oh, where it's, it lives a it's second big life as the one hit kill mm-hmm. gun. And it all starts Throughout with every game, Dooku's performance as the man with the golden gun. And that's why we're here today. Yeah. And I think for those reasons alone, even though it has nothing to do with strategy and chess. You guys should watch From Russia with Love. From Russia with Love is another one. But it's my let's, favorite one. We're get, uh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, yeah, we're on a tangent. So what's your favorite We're on one? a tangent. So my favorite one. Oh, man. My favorite Bond. That's a tough one. I am a big fan of Sean Connery as Bond. Um, Understandable. So he's he's a classic. I also like Pierce Brosnan. I'm not gonna lie. I he is quintessential. He's so hammy. It yeah. works. The yeah. movies are kind of dumb, but like that's <laughs> all right. When I like the you're... one with Sean Bean, man, that was good. Yeah, with double O double O nine. Yeah, I think that was Goldeneye. Was that Goldeneye? Yeah, Wait, that's I think a good movie. Yeah, well. It's good enough. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it in like for a James years, Bond. But yeah, I, I remember mean, liking it. Yeah, no, I mean, it's very, 
it's they're fun. You have to lean into it, and a couple of the Bonds lean into the, you ham it up, you're a stupid superhero who doesn't have any superpowers, but you can do anything. Mm-hmm. It's I recommend it if you're in for a good time and you're all right with some dumb antics. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, I even liked Live and Let Die, which... Uh, Live and Let Die is a good... That one's Which is another good. Roger Moore uh, Bond. Yeah, and that's an I objectively liked, good one. I, you know, I lived in... Little Wings action years, in there? A little Paul McCartney, you know? Beautiful. It, beautiful stuff. And uh, I'm a big... Anyway. That's a top five, for sure. Like, that's oh, objectively yeah. a good movie. Yeah, that's yeah. One, that and one's not just dumb for no, fun. There's no stuff like... Sergeant J.W. Pepper, like, isn't he in that movie? Yes, that is, yeah, that's a Smokey and the Bandit riff a little bit. They uh, Mm. launch boats over, (laughs) over, like, the bayou. That's, Mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's a good time. Goldfingers. Felix Leiter, you got Felix Leiter. He's a Mm -hmm. reoccurring character, especially in Live and Let Die. Yep, yep, yep. So this Uh, is Roger Roger, the James Bond podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you guys for watching. Uh, you kind of—I'm looking forward to watching *No Time to Die*. By the way, whenever that comes out. Uh, but in the meanwhile, we're coming back here, and we have to figure, let's just give it to Dooku and move on, eh? Like, no, I—I uh, I, I disagree. <laughs> you want to give it to Echo? Echo is smart. He has a robot arm that he could sneak into some USB nine port somewhere. Uh, we and already discussed how the Dooku Bad Batch has no okay. concept of strategy and walks into every trap. It's chess. Dooku has literally gotten foiled at every turn. If he's not being supported. No, he has not. If he's not being supported by the Emperor, he is. He Dooku's is like a great guy, big fan, except, except the evil. The Emperor. But even then, he was holding his own, you know? Okay. He just didn't expect the right, Anakin here's to the get thing. the upper All right, here's hand the thing. Here's the thing. I agree Dooku wins, but I don't think I think you're ruling out Echo way too quickly. He it would be it wouldn't yeah. It would be a decent chess match and you know maybe three times out of ten it would go to Echo, is my guess. No way. Dooku is not even the strategist of the bad bad. That's not the point. Dooku is not as clever as you think he is. Whoa. He got hammed up by Anakin. The Emperor had his case every single time, and it was telling him exactly what to do. I, I really, I, I think you're knocking Echo a little bit. Whatever you say, boss. All I know is oh Dooku is God. able to use strategy and cunning to switch sides and work his way up to second in command. He didn't. What do you mean switch sides? He was part of the Jedi Council, bro, and then went over to yeah, the Yeah, before the war, you could just leave, and it wasn't a problem. That's not crafty. All I'm saying is he made and his way Powell to And then Pal found two. him and manipulated him. If anything, Echo has a better track record. He's, he's never made a strategic decision in his life. There's, he's got a is Echo dead? doing is a Echo dead? Oh, that's a hot take. <laughs> <laughs> Doing, making, playing okay. better the Jark than Echo him. Echo is alive, fought more, and saw more okay, during the Clone well, Wars. if Echo tried to take on Anakin, he would die in two seconds. So that's Echo okay. could just pretend to be R2 with his little arm and go... We hmm. are doing a new contest now, because <laughs> this is so silly. I... I disagree with the some of thing your Echo rationale. Echo could do is stick his little screwdriver arm into the. That machine. is insane. Like Echo R2-D2. would give Dooku a good fight. 
in no the way. jar. Yes, he would. He's smart. He saw a lot. And but you admit he would oh, more often yes, than that. Yes, fine. More often than that. I agree with Okay, so we're decided so we can move on for the okay. fans and get another contest going. All right. We have a good one. What do we got? A classic one. Oh, I'm listening. A top-notch one. I'm listening. I'm listening. To cook off. Ooh, old school Star Wars cook-off. cook-off. Man, uh, a fight for the senses, a mm-hmm. power for the palate, you know. Uh, so Charles, if you draw decks, I'm walking off. We're done. <laughs> Man, I don't even know. Did we put decks in the Cloners. List? Uh, Dex oh. is in the in, in the mix, I think. He's on the list. I mean, he's it, the only. He's one of the few canon chefs. Co- you got to throw him in. That what do we, we not have? That would be biased. If I we don't didn't. know if we have decks on the list, bro. I don't see them. We have like fifty. We have like almost eighty names here, but I don't think decks came across our desk. This is void. Uh, We're redoing the episode. But you know who we do have on the desk, and you know, this, the like we said, the algorithm is always learning and growing and improving. So I'm sure we'll keep that in mind for next time. But for now, we have Asaj Ventress, who. <laughs> Does not strike me as a talented No, show. I feel like that's going to be poor cuisine. And then, speaking of poor cuisine, we actually have canon of this character that involves food in the original trilogy. Whoa. I'm talking Yoda. Remember, he was fighting over like food scraps with Luke and an R2 or something. No, he t- he stole Luke's or like he stole power food bar from Luke. Yeah, yeah, it was like a power bar. I thought it was like jerky or something. <laughs> yeah, something like that. It, this is, oh my god, I feel like they're both horrible. I mean, this is a guy who's lived in a swamp for thirty years and he doesn't know. care. Yeah. Oh, well, he... I mean, like, I mean. You know, Grogu was just eating anything. Macaroons. Right. Well, and I mean, frogs. Egg, and, <laughs> right. Literally anything you get your hands on. I feel like Yoda is just eating like wampas and stuff. Um, <laughs> this is bad. This like, is a sad our, la- our last cook off was Vader versus Windu, which was fantastic. And we had some good reasoning for that. We had to pull on some deep lore to get something. Yeah, out of that this, this is bad bad yoda i feel like has no idea how to cook and i feel like asajj ventress would like start cooking but get like mm-hmm. you know i don't want to i'm trying to think like early 2000s cartoon where somebody get like i feel like you know remember vicky from yeah from fairly odd parents getting yeah. mad at something i feel like yeah. that's how asajj ventress would act after she burned whatever she was cooking. She would just like flip yes. out and like just slice up everything with a lightsaber. Have, like a chef's intuition and would just like go gun ho into trying to do something. She'd be like, well, let's turn the heat all the way up. Yeah. She'd so burn it'll it. cook faster and, and then, then destroy just char- it. Yeah. And then just char- would destroy it with the lightsabers. Yeah, exactly. And oh then, man. But Yoda has absolutely, I think yeah, he Yoda just would serve like a raw food reptile of some yeah. kind. It would be but super raw. slimy and gross. Yeah. And be like, mm, seasoning does not need. <laughs> and it's like, what are you talking about? Like, Yoda. dude, this is a lizard you found. You can't just yeah. eat this. I don't know if you've ever seen Yoda eat anything. No, but I'm assuming it's a little Grogu-esque. You're right. 
Right. Oh boy, someone has to win though. We know they both would be bad. Can they both know, lose? I'm just picturing a bunch of Is that possible? people at the cookout just getting progressively sadder as they're watching this competition. I do kind of want to give the nod to Yoda only because food is a part of his canon. Even and he would though be it's patient. not like great. He would be patient. He may not like do something too complicated. He would probably, you know, even if he got like a nice, uh, you know, power bar, or <laughs> he got a nice, <laughs> he got a nice frog or something or a nice uh, root of something. I don't think kind. he would cook it though. All right, here's my thought process. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think you give the same ingredients to both of them. Yoda is just gonna like eat the lizard. Asajj is going to burn it to a crisp, mm-hmm. but I would rather eat the burnt lizard or whatever the heck it is than the raw, gross, slimy one. Interesting. Interesting. And she would burn it. It would be gross, but it would be cooked. So in your headcanon here, they have the same they ingredients both and they're trying to cook the same dish? Yeah, we're doing like a iron, uh, not, yeah, like an Iron Chef type thing. An Iron Chef, you get to make your own dishes, though. Yeah, with, but you, all, you have only the same ingredients. one similar ingredient, but only yeah. one similar ingredient. You could throw whatever you want on a burnt lizard. So like it's the still master, a burnt lizard. it's Iron Chef, and I was thinking backyard cookout. He goes, but in you the, know, he, he takes a bite, he looks at the camera, lizard, and he <laughs> bites it. He's like, today's main ingredient is, is. and then they lift the curtain and it's like, wampa. <laughs> <laughs> a la cuisine <laughs> and then, uh, Yoda just gets ecstatic um, I'm go- I'd I'd rather go for the burnt gross thing than the raw slimy you're really one. going Asajj Ventress I think so see You'll... Dylan doesn't know who Asajj Ventress is which will make it difficult I'm thinking Yoda still think only because there's food in the canon and you gotta respect the canon he's looking at me suspiciously let me find out he doesn't know who that is. He's never seen Clone Wars. Do you know who Asajj Ventress is? Okay, we're out of here. We'll find he another no, one. Right? That was a hot no. Yeah, so we give it to Yoda because he would say Whoa, Yoda. no, we don't. I think this is a tie. <laughs> you don't know. We have to I, move on. I think I agree. I understand your point of view, but I, I don't <laughs> think we're going to come to a consensus. From my point of view, the Yoda's the better cook. Hold on. Clone Wars. No. <laughs> what's the Clone Wars? That's like um, what's it? Satchmo, the trumpet player? No, the monster. That's a deep cut. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, not the same. Let's move on. No. I know he doesn't know who Asajj Ventress is. From the Clone Wars, the TV show. Yes. Oh, I thought you meant the movie. <laughs> Um, okay, so the next one is a good one. Okay. Um, you know, yippee, it's pod racing. Pod racing, nice. Okay, we got some interesting ones here. Uh, the first one is a member of the Bad Batch. I'm not sure, um, you know, I don't want to say too much about him because I don't want to get into any kind of spoiler territory, I don't think. So let's keep it light here. He's a member of the Bad Batch, and that is the sharpshooter of the group, Crosshair. And then on the other uh, lane (laughs) in this race, (laughs) uh, driving his own pod racer, 
is someone else that we've seen in the Bad Batch, but this is not the first time we've seen him. We have seen him in the Clone Wars, and he was sporting a really cool wide-brimmed hat and uh, blue skin. Oh, I'm wow. I'm Cad Bane. So we have Crosshair versus yeah. Cad Bane. This is in, actually uh, harder than I expected. This could be, you know, there's still, as of ne- right now, the finale will be airing tomorrow, or no, in two days. So this could still happen. No, tomorrow, at this point, tomorrow. Yeah, because oh, it is past. Yeah, it's, it is it's a little late, guys. Uh, <laughs> we're doing our best um, here, guys. I, oh, wow, this is actually a pretty close one, because I initially thought Crosshair, because he is an enhanced clone trooper, mm-hmm. who is, de- you know, his eyes are his biggest asset. Yes. And normally he is he is far superior to human. He is he would be a good pod racer. But Cad Bane is an alien who has very good reflexes, better than even Hunter. It's I mean Hunter was, um, yeah he outdrew Hunter. He yeah, outdrew. but Hunter Hunter was under a, a lot of pressure to protect Omega. He wasn't fully... Uh, yeah, I, I, right. There's right. a lot going on there, but Cad Bane there is... There are extenuating a, circumstances, yeah. but not many. You know, Cad no, Bane's no. Still this, is, this is a really... Cad Bane's reflexes are literally on par, if not better. Right. Like, now, this if this is, was Tech, for example, I, I, I may be inclined to give it to Tech, only because I don't think we Tech have could so do it without canon the tech. of his pilot pilot skills. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and the fact that, like, just the idea of the fact that pod racers are often like yeah, but his their own he's pod very racers mm. and things like that would make me kind of want to give it to Tech. But Tech's not in here. It's Crosshair. But and here's crosshair the thing: Crosshair is not just his eyes. It's like it's his, his intuition, precision. You know, not really yeah. stuff that benefits pod racing that much. It's like I disagree. What benefits it, pod racing is like experience um, nah. in ships, as well as like lightning fast reflexes. Which I don't think ec- um, Tech would be a great pod racer at all. I think mm. pod racing is specifically for species. Or humans that can perceive the force. Well, Anakin's the only human that's ever been able to do it. Uh, to I yeah, I think so. To uh, to get to that level, and I I I don't think Tech makes that. His you know comp- he could make a really good pod racer. He can do all, but I don't think he would be a good pilot, despite his really good piloting skills. I think anyone in the Bad Batch would it would either be Hunter or um crosshair because they have a bit of a either an intuition which base i mean the reason why kid anakin is good at it is because he can perceive things before they happen and mm-hmm. he under you know that's in mm-hmm. you know i that's i true. yeah you're convincing I, me on that one right because crosshair does have that innate ability to understand like what's going to happen before it happens and trajectories and like he's ridiculous and, yeah, at yeah, yeah. trigonometry <laughs> that's fair that's fair you know i like that but you are you still leaning towards cad bane? i don't know i mean i'm a little leaning towards cad bane because he has greater feats than crosshair does we've seen yes, cad bane try do like the track record yes he does and you know really i think this could go either way but i have to go to cad bane because his feats are greater we've seen more from cad bane we've seen him do greater things than crosshair 
Um, but you know, that's kind of like you know Goku Superman type of thing. That's very. If cool. we saw more from Crosshair, given enough time, more seasons, he could totally take the win. But right now, it's so even. I have to go from what we've seen so far, and I'm going Cad Bane. Yeah, I mean, you made a very compelling case for Hunter Cross- and Crosshair. I, I, and I'm, I stand by that. I think it's extremely close, and I'm yeah. only going on what we've seen because that's all I, I have. Cad Bane is just like a. And then, he's like, a master. I don't think you he's survive long in that field without having those same exact attributes. Yeah. And he's gone up against these guys and perf- mm-hmm. outperformed them. So all the and the strategy the also. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I mean, Crosshair like, has he'd, he'd the. He'd be like yeah. Sebulba too, and like maybe you know. Oh, he would just tweak, kill Sebulba. He would just cheat. Yeah, he would just yeah. cheat also before the race even starts. Pull off someone's little gas cap yeah, thing I mean, and. and <laughs> He would race, have his you know? his robot like in the you know in somebody else's pod. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And you know it's all run by the huts anyway, so you know he's gotten in through the uh, through the circuit there through the bounty hunter circuit. So yeah, it's all rigged. Yeah, it's all rigged anyway. So yeah, I'd give it to Cad Bane. And you know what? It's close I think though. Given the given the time that we're at, I'd say we'd have time for probably one more competition. Wow. Uh, so where where are we going with this one as our as our grand grand finale all right let's uh let me burn up the generator burn her up what do we have okay now here's the thing charles yes so we had one in mind for the last of the episode yeah we might have fibbed it to get to there if we really felt like it mm mm-hmm. We genuinely got to the one we wanted. Wow. We have, and I'm not like. What's wrong with us? I guess so. We have a family feud style competition. We're going to do 4v4. And I'm not kidding. We act, I mean, we have a whole list of competitions, and we genuinely got to the one we wanted, which is kind of unreal. And that's kind of how our drawing randomly goes. We get some weird stuff on our Wikipedia lore episode. We get some weird stuff going on, and this is one of them. That is very interesting. So I even have the yeah. timestamp. It like gives you the exact. <laughs> I'm not making it up. <laughs> wow. So this is uh, an experimental competition because, as we all know, when it comes to Star Wars, what's Star Wars about? Star Wars is all about family. It's about family. So when we're th- it's about family. <laughs> so when we're trying to come up with <laughs> new competitions for the generator. Like, what competition is more about family than the family feud? Nothing. So we thought it would be fun to just put eight of these guys in a room and split them into two groups. And yeah, exactly. She's obsessed. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Well, it's a good thing we don't make any money doing this. Just try and find us whatever channel it airs Family Feud. All I know is Made in Georgia. Oh, wait, we are Made in Georgia. Oh, kind of. That's true. We're we're under attack. But anyway. Attack of the Clones. So, exactly right. And what we have here is the way, I don't know, for those of you that don't know what Family Feud is, you're a group of four. You, um, there's a a category of of like. Oh, what's what things are you most likely to find at the beach? And then you have to, 
guess things that are very common and they did a survey before the contest and you try and get points right That's beach just... blanket wins 20 points yeah exactly you know sunblock is 10 yeah, yeah, points yeah. exactly exactly right. so that is the competition i have no idea how we're going to judge this but uh here we go so the first team and i don't know you may want to write this down or something yeah here. <laughs> it it's um ray skywalker which is like good team win. I almost good feel team like. leader. For good sure. team leader. Good team leader for sure. Then you have Qui Gon Jin as number two. Hold on. It's, Let me. Are you writing these down or am I? I mean, I have them in front of me. So I got it. Hold on. Ray Qui Gon Jacob's Qui Gon Jin. Yes, Lord help me with my pronunciation of Qui Gon Jin. Uh. IG88, uh, people will remember <laughs> IG88 as the uh, the droid that is the bounty hunter in Mandalorian. And also the, in Empire. Also in Empire, also in Clone Wars, maybe, I don't know. I believe there um, are a couple of the same assassin droids, but they're not specifically him. And then we have Jar Jar Binks. Oh my god. As the fourth. Um, then we have... Luke from A New Hope. A wow, New Hope. these are good team leaders. But the, yeah, so this is the other team leader now. This is the anchor of the whole thing. And then you have, see, we have C three PO and R two D two as one. As a duo, that's block. fine. So we'll put them in as well. Um, then we have Sid. Sid is, Ooh. as we know, a main character in The Bad Batch. Yeah, uh, she's like very clever. Their, she's like their boss, very clever, very quick-witted as well. And what is that, three? So that would make the fourth one, Teen Anakin. Teen oh, my God. Anakin. So <laughs> to remind everyone at home what's at stake here, Team 1, we have Ray Skywalker, Qui-Gon Jinn, IG-88, and Jar Jar. And then on the other side, we have Luke from A New Hope, uh, C-3PO and R2-D2 as a team, and uh, Teen Anakin and Sid. Hmm. That's a lot wow. to remember, folks, but we're going to try our best. Uh, first, my initial gut reaction says Team Ray over Team Luke because Team really? Ray, the only issue with Team Ray is Jar Jar Binks is on the team. But I'm wondering if he's going to do his like stumble into success and say something crazy, and that will be the thing that like gets those last couple points. Right, know? it's going to be the There's final two points that wins the day. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that is that is a good point. Jar Jar has that drunken master mm. uh, type of, you know, not just fighting style, but plot style. Exactly. He can, yeah, I, I, that's a good point. I right, see cause, that. Because Ray Scott, because here's what I like about this team. You have Ray There's Skywalker. There's a lot to like. There's a lot to like. is the hero, the champion, the anchor, very capable, very powerful, Does she, very passionate. All right, I'll wait, I'll then, wait. Let me, let me, let's I have see. a lot and to then, say already. Then you have Qui-Gon Jinn, who is a master mm -hmm. of the Force. He is one with the Force in every way. And out of all of these characters, even a New Hope Luke, okay, I think he's the first, because he was the first to um, master life after death, you know, and to do this whole force ghost situation this guy knows the force and that will help him choose right answers for family feud and i think he will get along with ray very well ig88 can run the simulations man he can 
crunch the numbers. He's like, statistically speaking, sand is very likely to be found at the beach. And then, you know, that'll be the top answer. And then Jar Jar will drunken fist his way uh, into that last thing and they'll clean the board. The issue I have with, you know, I don't think Sid plays well with others. I don't think Luke is going to have control over any of these characters. Teen Anakin, Sid, C-3PO and R2. Like, he can barely get R2 to do anything. He's like, R2, turn the... Turn the trash compactor off. Turn it off, R2. And they're like, you know, and they just, he almost died. <laughs> it's, I don't know if he can take that energy into a yeah. feud based competition. It's a hot, yeah, yeah, okay. So I understand that. I get mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I mean, quite, I think, all right, here's, here's my rebut. Ray okay. does not know that many things. She's been isolated for a long time. She knows a lot later on. Qui Gon okay. huge. Qui Gon. Does huge. Luke at a New Hope new uh, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. Rats or whatever. I'm not fair. That's fair. Qui Gon knows a ton of stuff. IG88 knows a ton of stuff. Jar Jar, he's a a wild card. Yeah, exactly. Yes. A New Hope, Luke. I'd say on par with Ray. Yeah, fair. They kind of C3PO R2 duo outclasses IG88. You got too much. That's in my opinion. In my opinion, fair. That's I feel like that's fair. I don't think C3PO would be any help in this game. In I mean, hey, do you know how do you translate? Uh, what is uh the one of the worst things the Sith have ever said? Oh, C-3PO knows the Sith language. Beautiful. He knows the Sith language. That's He's true. Right? And, but you need to have hacked him, you know? And ah, it's family feud. Steve Harvey language. can do what he needs. Steve Harvey it's can do what he needs. From the co- Steve Harvey's going to... Steve Harvey, he knows Sith. It's easy. Yeah, okay. Okay. I believe that. So now we have... I say we get... Jar Jar's a wild card, like I said. It could go bad. It could go good. Now we have Qui-Gon, which is a huge win, versus Sid and Teen Anakin. Teen, Ak- Teen Anakin has... The Jedi oh teachings. Oh my gosh, Anakin's going to be like, I hate sand. It gets everywhere. And then it's going to be like, ding, a hundred points. What is one the of the beach. things people don't like about sand? <laughs> Number one, 50 points. But Sid yeah. and Teen Anakin together, they know some of the light side. They know some of the shady stuff. Sid doesn't know anything. What do you mean? Sid is like one of the most knowledgeable people in the entire Bad Batch series. If if Sid was not in the Bad Batch, most of them would be dead. She knows so – she's quick, strategic. She knows how to do business deals. She's the anchor of this team. Mm. But and Qui Gon is the anchor is of the that other. Enough? One. I don't think Teen Anakin, honestly and truly, brings anything to the table. I think that Luke the other one. Oh my god! No, I think the decider is Jar Jar, who could go either way. He could ruin the day. Jar Jar, or... and also Qui Gon, dude. I think you can. Qui Gon is huge. Qui Gon is huge. He doesn't know the underworld, though. He doesn't, but he's, at all, he's got an. Obi Wan was the, the de- he knew Death Sticks. Qui Gon doesn't even know what a Death Stick is. He has he no idea. Qui Gon. He was unfortunately he was too young for and, and bright for this world to for us to get his Death Stick takes. But what we do know is that this man is very in tune with the Force. And when you're that in tune with the Force, it's almost like you know what's behind Number One. Granted, Anakin and Luke will go on in yes. their careers. 
to have even greater connections with the Force. But this is Teen Anakin well, and A New Hope Luke. Okay, what if Obi-Wan throws in ones. a couple of answers cheating? Use the Force, Luke. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's apples. <laughs> apples. Obi-Wan, uh, you, Obi-Wan is shady. You know he's going to do it. He is a little shady. Right. He could talk to Qui-Gon, too. You know? Who's he gonna but, pick? Uh, or, or uh, the, that's the, also his master. Okay, his, uh, his trainer, that's good. That's fair. Or he's Luke. He's impartial. He's impartial. Barely knows. Yeah, I think <laughs> some desert weirdo that he doesn't yeah. know. Although yeah, he's yeah, a the, desert weirdo. The kid of some guy who right. failed to train a long time All ago. Right. What if we bring in an impartial third party? No, this is going to be too much to break down, and he's not going to know who IG88 is. He knows enough. He knows who Ray is. He knows Qui Gon. He knows Jar Jar. He knows a Luke from A New Hope. He knows C three PO, and he he doesn't know IG88 or Sid, and so it's even. Ah, this is going to be so lame. But you can bring him in. (laughs) Give him the three names of each really quickly. Don't even bother giving him. All right, fine. So Dylan, see what he says. Dylan, we have our family. This is the tiebreaker. Let him know that this is the last one, and then we're this done. This is important. This is the last one. Charles says it's the tiebreaker. Don't screw it up. It's gonna break the tie. That's what some say. And it's the last of the night. It's the yeah. last one. So we have Ray Skywalker. Do you tell him the Qui Gon Jinn? Of course, it's Family Feud. He knows. He's okay, aware. Okay. Are there spoilers in this? There's no spoilers. All right, so Dylan is gone from the content. <laughs> no, <laughs> Dylan left. He went home. Um, so, IG88, an assassin droid. Jar Jar Binks, your favorite character. A Luke from the New Hope on uh, Team Two, with Sid from the Bad Batch, who you don't care about. C3PO and R2 as a tag team, and Teen Anakin. Who is winning on a Family Feud? You style said Qui Gon, right? Yes. Okay. It is. I feel like. And when I'm looking at that first team, I'm not really seeing a lot of people with a lot of worldly experience. Wow. Qui Gon is a Jedi Master. Ray lived on a sand planet. Exactly. Qui Gon feels like he's detached from the reality of the common people. Not true. It is. Is a droid. A droid, okay. And then Jar Jar is a psychopath. Has traveled the world and. Uh, right, Charles says he traveled the world and became a senator. Teen Anakin has traveled the world. And Drunken Fist. Sid is a black market dealer who is very suave. Oh, and, oh yes. Worldly. Worldly. Street smart. As street smart as you can get. She's a main character in The oh, Bad Batch. Okay. R- literally nobody in the entire Star Wars canon is more worldly than R2-D2. And C-3PO can interpret. His memory was wiped, so that's a little conjecture. But he can interpret for R2. And Luke is another sand planet weirdo. I think I gotta go with Team 2. Charles loses. While I think his opinion of Qui-Gon is wrong, I do think his other opinions were fair. And I'm happy to 
respect his ruling as the tiebreaker on this one. But he needs to read up on Qui-Gon. That's the only stipulation. Charles recommends reading up on Qui-Gon. He says you're lackluster at best. And uh, <laughs> see, I'm commuting through him because he doesn't have headphones on. Or my knowledge on Qui-Gon. He says as a person. And learning how Qui-Gon views the Force could help you emotionally and spiritually. <laughs> hey, well, if you want to check out hey, our yeah. Wikipedia episode, Dylan, Definitely. feel free. We check out a deep dive. Into Qui-Gon does not come up at all, so you'd, waste, you'd be wasting your time, but it's a good listen. Um, but yeah, Wikipedia Qui-Gon, take a peek around and see what he's up to. It's a deep cut. <laughs> but all right wow. well we had a dylan ruling for the tiebreaker team uh luke a new hope wins it and i think that's fair i think it's fair you know i think it's well, very I'm, fair i think that was an excellent deduction by dylan it really yeah, is I, you know i anything else is I trash respect it. any I other opinion it. and that guys brings us to the end of the episode here uh, we're dangerously approaching one hour for this which should not be um <laughs> so yeah i think we've said it all guys this was wacky and zany we hope you enjoyed a little star wars theory a little star wars conjecture pulling on some of that legends lore and uh ignoring it because we were only canon here so <laughs> and putting our that. own opinions on all of this because you know you yeah you, it's can. all speculation you got to peek into our James no, this Bond is canon. lore preferences, which is good. Um, and But yeah, guys, until next time, I, I, I think we've done it. Thank you for listening. Yeah, this was fun. These are always some of my favorites. I love oh, yes. uh, just going ham on some of these and questions. We had Dylan popping on the mic. This was an exciting time. For it's sure. crazy. What a cameo. Yes. yes. Dylan, what you want to say goodbye? He doesn't care. Say goodbye. Oh, he's saying goodbye. Say goodbye, Dylan. Yes, maybe. Goodbye to the wonderful <laughs> listeners of Roger Roger Podcast. At Roger Roger Pod. Wow. What a plug. What a plug. Thank you, Dylan, for breaking the tie. Great Thank five you. stars. Oh, five stars. Should I do you my could... ending? Yeah, do your ending. Subscribe. Well, it's like, if you're on Apple Podcasts, then... Click the Roger Roger podcast page on the Apple Podcasts app. Scroll down past all those Roger Roger episodes until you start seeing stars. Once you're seeing stars, the optimal number of stars to click in order to support the show would be five of them. If you have a little, a little bit of extra much, time, to be honest. then... We'd be happy with three. There'd be music playing normally. It's very exciting. <laughs> What is this? Is turn it up in my headphones, Charles. Turn That's it up. The intro. Oh my god. So, <laughs> this is a disaster. If you have a little bit of extra time, then writing a review is extremely helpful for a podcast like theirs. And just, just listening, listening is yeah. more than enough, I assume. More I, I than really enough. It's that. really all oh, we could ask for. Really I'm surprised if enough. you're even listening. <laughs> Thank you all again so much for listening. <laughs> Greatly appreciate it. At Roger Roger Pod, Derek and Dylan, it's a pleasure to see you guys. I wish I was still there. 
uh, but I left. Like We're having I was a great time. To. I didn't stick around, Three pretend stars. my flight was canceled, so I could sneak <laughs> an extra night with Dylan. But um, you know, it is what it is. But uh, until next time, guys, talk to you later. Yeah, see, we're going to just have some fun without you. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> see ya. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> roger, roger. Roger, roger. Roger, roger. Roger.